There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. B-Side's rare finds, secret shows. Whether it's a must-see concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Captain Mark Broker. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting and Life Unscripted. We're so grateful to have you here this wonderful Saturday afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for inviting me, Christina. Uh, you betcha. We're grateful. We have talked about the topic of leadership, but you're going to bring a whole new spin to it. You have a new book out called Lessons from the Navy, How to Earn Trust, Lead Teams, and Achieve Organizational Excellence. And, and this is very important. One thing I found very early on when I was brought into management is one of the things to learn first was how to earn that trust from your the people you're going to work with. Uh, share your experiences uh, and what caused you to write this book. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what caused me to write the book. A couple of things is one, I really had a revelation. You know, I'm a pharmacist. Uh, I came in the Navy as a pharmacist. 
over 20 years, uh, I made a certain rank and I ended up being commanding officer of a pretty big hospital. And going into that job, I realized that I really, you know, I, mean, I wasn't incompetent. I don't want to say that, but but there were so many other people uh, who had more experience than I did for that job. Mm-hmm. And what I decided to do, um, and I had studied leadership my whole life, I said, you know what, what I've got to do is I've got to earn the people's trust. Mm-hmm. And that's what I worked really hard at for those three years. And in spite of the fact there were many other people more qualified than I was for that job. Like I said, we were very we were very successful, and it really boiled down to them trusting me, and really, in the end of the day, telling me what I needed to hear, not what I wanted to hear. We made better decisions that way. It's kind of it's really kind of common sense, but I, I for some reason, and why I wrote the book is Christina is it's just this information is really not out there that much. And what what I think my book, what I try to do in my book, and people of reviews have come in. And said, Mark, what I love about your book, it's practical. It gives you tools that you can actually employ to build that trust. And that's what I wanted to do. All my experience is, is practical experience. I was in leadership for many, many years. Yeah. So I want to give something that people give some tools to actually show that you can care for your people and build that trust. Yeah, I really love that. I could have used your book back when I started in management because my very first out of the gate um what do you call a thing to do was a top management gave me a big project for my team and I to handle. And I just like knew, knew Jack green. I gave them this project to do and we all failed. And I took all the brunt of it. I sucked. I must've screwed up really bad. But the bottom line is no one wanted to come back for me because they didn't know me. They didn't trust me. And yeah. it, it was at that time, I didn't realize that, you know, I really have to get them to know I'm on their team there. I'm, you know, I'm with them. I've got their back and that they can trust me. And yeah. so uh, I found very early on that that was a really key element. Well, that's it. That's it. And it's simple. I mean, the concept is simple. Let's put it that way. The, the execution piece is hard mm-hmm. because life gets in the way. You go into the work sometimes, not in the best of moods. And, mm-hmm. and I just think what, what I've tried to do, Christina, is to explain, to help, under, help people understand that your job as a, as a leader is really the primary job is to create a culture. That's your primary job. You other you have other things, but the higher up you get, the more important that is. But even as a you know entry level manager, maybe five people on your team, mm-hmm. your primary job is to create a culture and a culture of trust. You have a culture of fear. You, you know, every if you look at every disaster and almost any disaster in any industry, it always there's an element of fear. Uh, the the Challenger disaster. There's a great uh, Netflix out the, the last flight of Challenger. In, in 86, if you look back on that, there is a, an element of, well, it's a great element of fear. So it's just so important, but it's just not talked about enough. So that's what I try to do in the book. Yeah. No, I like that you mentioned that element of fear because I've had so many leaders or, or managers who who led from that that center of fear thinking, well, if I get them scared of me enough with consequences, bad consequences, they're going to work hard. And it only works to some extent. Like you can get them on the hook for a little bit, but then things are going to start falling apart. And I found that there, there'll be companies I've been at that were fabulous. And then they got new leadership that would lead from fear. Yeah. And it ultimately always led in a horrible, disastrous results. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about it. I know there's people listening to this. They're shaking their heads. And, oh, yeah. Maybe they're in a job right now where it's it's a lot of fear. And when think about it. If you're working under a, a culture of fear, you're not trying to do better. You're trying to avoid making a mistake. That's it. Exactly. And, and you make more. Hard. Exactly. <laughs> people creative and people, you know, people don't work well when they're, you know, distracted and fear is a distraction. I was talking to a guy the other day, I do a lot of coaching 
And, and he did a great job with a crisis came up. I said, you know, the primary thing you did, you didn't create any more uh, distractions. You know, sometimes leaders create more distractions and their leader's job is to, to avoid those distractions. So anyway, it's, it's a, again, simple concept, but you know, when your kid's not doing well in school or you're, you know, something happens and, you know, you, you go into work in, in not such a good mood, just leaders need to be aware that, you know, you just, you're, you're always on point. You're always, everything you do, every, every iteration either creates more fear or less fear. It's just, uh, it's just quite, uh, it's really was a, a quite a journey. And I just want to put this stuff in a book uh, yeah. to help people along that journey. Now, when you've worked with businesses and in your own in the civilian world, what do you find that most people are missing outside of the military that maybe you got more so? Yeah, you mentioned um, achieve organizational excellence. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, it's so, so I tell you, I've worked for a civilian organization now and they say, well, Mark, you know, we know that, uh, you know, the military is command and control and, and that's how you guys, that's how you guys lead. And the truth is, I, I just tell you, Christina, I, I've, and the, the, the opposite of command and control is care and compassion. That's mm-hmm. what I talk about. The effective leaders lead with, with care and compassion. And I just tell you, again, my experience, I've done a lot of work with the corporate world the last 10 years. Um, I've, I saw, frankly, better, more care and compassion in the military that I've seen in the corporate world. I just... Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You, you think that's not the, the case, but the truly, and again, we had some command and control people in the military, don't get me wrong, but I t- I've seen more, uh, frankly, better leadership in the military than I've seen in the corporate world, I'll just mm-hmm. tell you. And I, I don't know if it's because, you know, the corporate world, you got the quarterly profit margin, you, you got a lot of stuff going on, and you got to, you got to, you know, you've got to, you got to answer the money and in, in to, to the numbers, but but it's just interesting. But the key is it's it's care and compassion. That's how you that's how you uh, that's how you lead. That's how you lead teams, and that's how you create effective teams. Well, it's interesting because you think as you're warriors and you're out there being warriors that care and compassion would be the last thing on on your register. But it, it it's interesting. And what I found being in corporate America is the idea of get it done no matter what by any means possible is not the best way to go about it. When you have when the people that you work with find that you have care and compassion for them, they're willing to go the long haul. I had one boss that would was such a caring, compassionate guy that he had us staying till midnight, one in the morning, busting our butt. We would do we would do anything to make the quarter happen because this guy was such a great leader. And, and that's what you have to look at. If that's not happening for your organization, then that that element is missing. Yeah, you know it's really interesting. So you, your your story is a good one, and I. So here's what it, you know, there are times like your boss that you just talked about. There are times when you need to lead by by command and control. You've got to take charge. Mm-hmm. You've got to direct. I mean, it's just the way it is in the military. It's called battle warfare. Mm-hmm. You've got to take command. And same thing in in the in the civilian world during the COVID thing. Leaders had to take charge and and make tough, tough decisions. But the point is. Between those crises, and they shouldn't be in a crisis mode all the time. You're in crisis mode, there's something wrong with your company. But you know, most of the time, you're not in crisis mode. But during that time of between the crises, you are building trust. So when the inevitable crisis comes, your people will turn to you and they'll listen to you, and you can make decisions well, and you can get you can make good decisions. Like I said, the culture of fear, where where the the problem is, people tell you what you you want to hear, not what you need to hear. Mm-hmm. They're just afraid. So it's it's just uh it's really quite profound. It, it's just fun. It's fun. And in the corporate world, you know, like I said, the crisis thing, crisis is coming whether you like it or not. It could be around the corner. No one saw this COVID thing coming. And those companies that had created a culture of trust before COVID have weathered that storm much better than companies that did not. It just yeah. uh, 
there, there's so many stories of that uh, out there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's say it's me 20, 30 years back. I'm about to start a leadership position. I, I'm super green. What is your first line of advice for them? Oh, that's a great question, man. That's a great question. And I do a lot of coaching for brand new leaders, mostly in the Navy, but I do some work in the corporate world. So here's what I, I would tell you. If, I, if you work for me, Christina, after you get through the whole, you know, you've gone through that gauntlet of getting hired and you finally got your offer letter and you come in that first day and you're having your first one-on-one with me as your boss. And I turn to you and I say, Christina, I don't want to talk about work. I want to get to know you as a person. You know, I got to know you a little bit during the during your, the interview process, but I just want to know you a little bit. What do you, what do you love to do? What do you love to do? I don't tell me about work. What do you just love to do? And just have like a 20 minute conversation and think of how profound that is. And when you really listen, this is where listening is so important. And you share a little bit about yourself, you know, five minutes about yourself. That is really a profound experience because you're, you're realizing the boss, you know, the, the boss is starting, maybe he cares for you as a person. And when the, when the people say that my, like that boss you talked about, when you said you worked till midnight, one o'clock, you knew in your heart, this guy, or I guess it's a guy or a gal. I think you said guy, yeah. the guy, if he, he when you feel like the boss cares for you, you're going to work really hard for him. That's yeah. the bottom line. So one way to do it is to get to know them. It's just, yeah. uh, it is so simple. It takes the skill set of listening and a little bit of time. Yeah, I love that. And th- and that's that's true of this individual boss too. And what he did as a team to pull us together is a couple times a year we do um competitions, we go out and do some bowling together, whatever, you know, some fun jolly competition, you know, whoever wins gets a little medal whatever. But it was just to get us together, working together, but having fun together. And we just loved coming together as a group. We just really began to like, care about each other as, as a group, the whole team. Um and I think that's something that all organizations can learn from when it becomes from this guy you know some of the other um departments were like oh they're always going bowling or out for dinner i'm like yeah but we worked the best in the organization because we've got that strong team that we love being together yeah yeah it's it's it's, uh it's not a hard equation but again what i tell you know the other thing i talk about is being optimistic and and being upbeat just having a good attitude i call it optimism but you know you get the idea and i tell people that you be optimistic you fake it or you don't show up and people say, what do you mean you don't show up? I say, listen, this is a hard job to do it right. It takes a lot of energy and discipline. And sometimes you just, if you're not feeling it and you just think that your life is getting overwhelming, take the day off and, and, and really unplug. Yeah. But don't, what I say is it's poisonous to go in mm-hmm. as a leader to a job with your with a bad attitude. Because yeah. what you do as a leader is emulated and that'll spread like uh, infection. Yeah. Uh, it does. Yeah. Well, this has been fabulous. We could go on for hours, I'm sure, Captain Mark Broker. But I want everyone to go out there and get a copy of your book, Lesson from the Navy. How can they do that? Oh, yeah. Just uh, it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Roman and Littlefield is a publisher. But Amazon seems to be the place most people are getting. But it's online. And I really appreciate you checking it out. And let me know if you, know, if you like it. I've got a website, Broker Leadership Solutions. It's B-R-O-U-K-E-R. Uh, but go and grab the book. It's gotten some great reviews and uh, I just love helping people on their journey. Awesome. Well, thank you, Captain Broker. I really am grateful you came out here to share your wonderful wisdom today. Thank you for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thanks, Christina. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com.
Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment, which is why you should choose Pennzoil Platinum. It helps extend the life of your engine and protect it up to 15 years or 500,000 miles, whichever comes first, guaranteed. That's because Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas and 99.5% free from engine-clogging impurities. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enrollment required? Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply? See Pennzoil.com warranty for full details. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept. And to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen Helm in $19.99. Plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.